My name is Anakee Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change Be Bold. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. You're listening to For Change Be Bold podcast, the show that shows you how to start choosing you. Today, I am joined by Dr. Marissa Schwartz. She is the owner of DrRacesWriting.com, a marketing and writing company ranked the top one social media expert in New York by Tom Todd and GenZPublishing.org, a publishing company which has produced six Amazon bestsellers. She holds a doctorate in literature from Drew University and has a master's in communication. She has been featured on Forbes, MTV, broke a Guinness World Record for creating a, the world's longest chain of bracelets. How long did it take you? It took me about five years to make the bracelets, but only three days to chain them together. We're going to talk more about that. She's the, <laughs> she's the best-selling author, speaks professionally about inspiring others through words and entrepreneurship and was named the voice of the Generation Z by the Community Magazine. She seeks to inspire others through words and a positive attitude. Hi, Dr. Marissa Stewart. Hello, thank you. <laughs> so excited to have you here. So, yeah, thank you for your introduction. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So a fun fact about our guest today, she was on MTV, as you heard earlier in the bio. You remember what song you performed? Yeah, so I am a big rock music fan, or as close to, when I sing at least, I like to sing as close to rock as I can get. So like Kelly Clarkson, you know, that kind of style. But on the show, they had me sing as poppy as you can get. So I did Ellie Goulding. And I had never even heard of her before the show. And uh, yeah, I had to sing Ellie Goulding because it was MTV and it was just very, very pop. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah. we gotta let it burn, burn, burn. That is the song. Yep. That anything can happen. Yeah. So texting or talking, which one? Texting. Texting. Definitely, you know, Gen Z generation. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. Your favorite day of the week? Uh, Thursday is my favorite weekday and Saturday is my favorite weekend day. Okay. (laughs) Your favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in right now? Los Angeles. Oh, you like the nice weather. <laughs> I do very much. I'm in Jersey and I was freezing here. Must be. Oh my God. Vegas had a little snow this week, which is wow. like, yeah. That is insane. Last song that you download on your phone. Not the last song. Shoot. What was the last one? Oh, you know what? I just um, downloaded Paul McCartney's new album. It's very, very good. I'm amazed that that man, in his, well into his 70s, is still producing such amazing music. So it's his new album. And would you rather to speak every language in this world or would you rather speak to animals? Oh, definitely to animals because I feel like we could already kind of communicate with each other, at least through like Google Translate and stuff, but animals, oh my gosh. I know, right? To be the oh, person be in the world who can say what they're saying to us. <laughs> yeah. That would be incredible. Favorite holiday? Easter. I love the colors. It's such a happy day. 
I know it's just like springy vibes. It's nice. It's sunny. Yeah, and it's low pressure too. With Christmas, there's so much pressure with the presents and everything. Easter's just a nice, fun holiday. True. And how long does it take you to get ready in the mornings? About fifteen minutes. Low maintenance. <laughs> She's like, I don't take forever like you girls out there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, right now, I look kind of presentable, but I'm wearing, like, pajama pants, like, you know. <laughs> well, listen, we don't know what's below, you know, Zoom right? face. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how important is goal setting for you in achieving your, your, your dreams, starting your own company? How important was goal setting for you? So important. So I created my first goal list when I was only 12 years old. Um, I, I was, uh, I had Lyme disease and I created this goal list because I was like, I've always danced and did cry and all this stuff. I was very active. And for a year I couldn't do that. So that inspired me to make a goal list when I was 12 of all the things I wanted to do. And on that list was things like breaking a world record or, you know, singing on national television. Um, so starting at that young age, I've been super into goal setting and, um, I still do goal setting. Not actually, I did more goal setting when I was younger than I do now. Um, but yeah, it's so important. Nice. Nice. And, um, you know, starting your company, what would you say was like one of like your biggest like accomplishments so far? Is it, you know, just seeing the achievements with, you know, the Amazon bestselling authors that you have on your company, or is it just personally what you have overcome throughout your years so there are so many things you know i have the two companies so with dr rissy's i would say one of our biggest accomplishments there was uh being ranked number one in social media um for new york and new jersey social media managers in new york and new jersey because we have so much competition and that was voted on by our clients so our clients are so happy that they happy with our services that they did that. So that was a super proud moment. And then that helped us get featured on Forbes. So we had an article come out in Forbes a few months ago. Um, you know, those are dreams that I would have never even imagined happening. And then with the publishing company, you know, I was a teenager when I first pitched my first book to book publishing companies. I was kind of laughed out of there for being so young. So to be able to own this book publishing company where we're publishing books by so many people, um, you know, and, and having, uh, helping them to become bestsellers. It's amazing. So I think once we got our first bestseller status, that was like the real aha moment. And now the fact that I'm able to employ 30 people at my companies combined, it's just so cool. You know, these are, some of them are people that I met while I was a student that I've known for years. Some of them are just incredible people that I found online. Like it's just, it's awesome to be able to work with all of them every day. Awesome. And it's so incredible to give back to our economy, you know, like, so that's awesome. So your first book you wrote at 12, but you published that book at 17. How was that? How was that feeling for you? It was great. I, I had self-published it. So to me, just to be able to have a, a book out there, um, I under I then got a really good understanding of the book publishing process so that when I did then traditionally publish a book a few years later when I was in college, uh, I knew how to self-publish and I learned how to traditionally publish. And that really helped me with starting my book publishing company site. I learned both different ways to publish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really neat publishing at such a young age. I remember my vice principal came into our lunchroom and like showed everybody the book. It was just like, so cool. Like, you know, <laughs> <I> yeah. Know. <laughs> so what would you say like is, uh, 
big, um, you know, tip that you will give someone who wants to start writing that book or have that idea and yeah. they don't know what to do or how to start? What is one thing that you would tell them to, you know, to start? Go for it. Just go for it and don't be afraid. Um, you know, it's not going to be solid gold every time you write, but at least if you can get the words down on paper. You can always go back and edit through. But getting it down on paper is often the toughest part. I always just kind of write stream of consciousness or something else that I do is uh, I used to have an hour and a half commute from school to my house. So what I would do is do voice memos my entire drive home and just kind of speak into my phone, all of the things I want to write. And then when I got home, I would type them up. And in that way I was able to actually avoid one round of editing because I was basically self editing while I was transcribing the voice memos. So um, yeah, just don't be afraid and just get your thoughts and words out there. Nice. Nice. That's a good, that's a good one. Cause I do that too. Whenever I'm driving and I have like an idea pop in my head, I just take my phone out start speaking it's so convenient it's oh awesome. yeah it is because you know the ideas come at the i'll say like the most inconvenient times <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> agatha christie used to always say that she writes her books her best books while she's doing the dishes i think it's just those mundane quiet times because otherwise we're so inundated with you know messages and being distracted exactly. by the phones that when we are doing chores or driving that's when we have time to actually think exactly so you like to talk about leadership or, you know, you center around leadership. So what is one main leadership quality that a young entrepreneur should embody? Confidence. Because confidence, confidence without cockiness, uh, confidence that breeds positivity. So I see successful leaders being people who believe in themselves, who believe in their team, but who aren't so cocky that they think they can do no wrong and they take shortcuts and stuff. Um, you know, confidence that is positive, meaning, yes, we can do this. Not, oh, yeah, we, we you know, we got this and everybody else is dumb. That's the wrong kind. But the, yes, we've got this. That's the right kind of confidence. Nice. So confident. Make sure that you are confident in yourself and your brand. Do you think a lot of people fail at, you know, you speak about confidence. So do you think a lot of people fail at achieving their goals because, they um, have the idea, but they weren't confident in what they put out. Yeah, I think it's that. I think there's that doubt. I think there's that outsider doubt. If you tell your goal to somebody and they aren't as enthusiastic as you, you lose it. You, you then aren't as confident. Um, you need that support externally. You need that support internally. So that's why having a good group of friends or family that support you is so important. And just having your own uh, confidence to support yourself and say, yes, I can do this. Awesome. Awesome. What is 360 service? Yeah. So that is uh, the best kind of marketing. Uh, I think it includes ads, social media, SEO, and PR. And the reason that we call it 360 is because it's really all encompassing and all of those things go together. So if you have good social media, your SEO is going to be good. Meaning, you know, when somebody Googles your name, Twitter is one of the very first things that comes up. So if you have a good Twitter presence, your SEO is going to look great. Same thing with PR. If you have uh, an article out on Forbes or an article on uh, New York Weekly Times and somebody Googles you, they're going to find those articles. It's great for SEO. It's also great for PR. And with your ads, if you have an ad out, somebody wants to check you out and they go onto your social media and they see a really great social media presence, it's going to make your ad that much more successful. So 360 marketing is just putting all those little pieces of marketing together to make them work in an optimal way for you. So it's just blending everything together <laughs> to bring it together. 
Pretty um, much, yeah. yeah. How can authors follow through with their dreams as you have? Definitely um, goal setting and being positive, like we said before. Um, also, just not giving up. Things are never going just a straight line, especially with business, anything else. Everything's a roller coaster. There are always ups and downs, but you have to realize that the downs are never permanent. The ups are never permanent. It's going to be a roller coaster and you just have to do the best that you can and not get discouraged. So the Guinness World Record. So let's talk some more about it. So you said it took you what? Um, it took me five years to make the bracelets. Yeah. Five years. Ooh, so five years to make it, but it took you, like you said, three days to get to put to put the actual chain together. So, so I had to take the bracelets and chain them into one big chain. Yeah. So that only took me three days to chain them together. And why did you start it? Like, what was the inspiration behind that? So that was on my original goal list. You know, I wrote the goal list when I was 12 years old. What kind of dreams does a 12 year old have? They have silly dreams like breaking world records because that's what they see in the library. So I started making those bracelets at age 12 and then at age 17, I said, okay, I think I can actually do this record. And I, I put all the bracelets together and it took like a year to, for it to be adjudicated for Guinness World Records to officially send me my certificate. But then they did. And it's um, right there. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then they, they sent it. And I was 17 at the time, but then I went and um, I did a show for Lifetime and I, Broke the record again for uh, a solo participant. Previously, um, I was up against an entire school of children. And yes, a school of children beat my record. But I have the record for uh, one person making all the bracelets and, and doing the chain that way. Um, how important is social media to um, an author? So you want to publish your book. You want to put it out there. How important is it to have a presence on social media? It's so important. It's like, imagine that you have a shop at a mall. If you don't have a sign in front of your shop, nobody's going to know it's there. And social media is kind of like that. Um, you know, if you have a good book out there and it's on Amazon and stuff, you can definitely sell a lot of copies, but you can sell so many more if you have a good social media presence and people can follow you. And if you release another book, you already have that built in audience. They like your first book. They go, I'm going to read your second book. Um, you can collect emails and, and sell them on, on really anything. I, I have authors who they sell tote bags and keychains and bookmarks with their book on and they're selling like hotcakes because they have this wonderful community around them. So uh, I think social media, the value of it can't be understated. Um, and social media includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. It also includes newer social media platforms like TikTok um, or and search engine one. platforms. Yeah, like uh, Pinterest, they're great. And um, so DrRissyWriting.com, um, what can it um, provide to anyone right now who's like, I have my book, but I need to put it out there? What are the services? Yeah, so Dr. Rissy's actually, we work with um, not just authors, we work with um, all kinds of small businesses, uh, a lot of people in the medical industry. Um, and typically, you know, we have like an onboarding process where we interview the client and we figure out their branding because branding is everything. We use that same branding for your ads, for your PR, for your social media. So we interview them and we figure out, okay, what is their voice? Are they going to be humorous? Are they going to be strictly professional? And we create our posts and our articles all around that. And then we put that out there, um, based on that. And now um, is there levels to it or is it just one flat, um, platform for everyone? 
Yeah, no, we do have different levels uh, based on where the client is. You know, some clients, uh, depending on, uh, so we work with a lot of chiropractors. So they have a lot of foot traffic. So we wouldn't do like a big national ad for them. We would do some local ads. So that's a, a much different package than uh, one of our other clients who, you know, we have uh, clients who are selling uh, health and wellness products online. They're getting a completely different package because they are looking for conversion ads and they're, they're much bigger. And since they're national, we can pitch them to places like Forbes Entrepreneur, whereas, you know, somebody regional, yeah, yeah. they're not as prone to meeting that kind of big PR package. understand. And then so your book, you have multiple books, not just one book that you wrote at se- or you published at 17. So what are some other books that you have right now? Yeah. So I personally, um, my first book was about contests. So that was another reason why I broke the world record. It was to promote that first book that was about contests. Then I wrote a memoir. Then I wrote a book about writing and then I wrote a book about business. And then my last book uh, is called Nihilistic Libertarianism in Pop Culture. And that was my doctoral dissertation. And it basically just talks about how in so many pop culture um, movies and books that are really popular, the main characters are pretty anarchistic. And I kind of did some research into why are we so drawn to these anarchists and what does that say about our society? And is it inherently a bad thing? Uh, so that was my latest book that I personally wrote. And then my company publishes about one to two new books uh, every month from our authors. And then um, your social media and handles where we can find you, get in contact with you. Yeah, so I am Marissa Schwartz pretty much everywhere. That's Marissa with an O. Um, I'm also Dr. Rissy everywhere. I have Dr. Rissy as, uh, you know, my, my business's accounts and Marissa Schwartz as my more personal accounts. Accounts. So we can look for you on Instagram and definitely go over to drrissyswriting.com if you need help with publishing your book or not even just publishing your book, but if you want social media content or is there any last minute tip or you know strategy that you want to share uh the the biggest thing i can say is just be positive and believe in yourself and there's a reason that cliches are cliches it's usually for a reason people say believe in yourself because it really does work so believe in yourself and uh you can do it thank you so much for being a part of for change people podcast it was awesome just speaking with you and just learning about your accomplishments well thank you thank you so much it was a pleasure You have just listened to a weekly episode of For Change People. Let's keep the conversation going by following me on my Instagram page and Facebook page at For Change People Podcast. Like, share, and subscribe. And until next week, have a wonderful Friday.